Mark Cohorst is really a jack of all trades for Harlan Sports, coaching a, a variety of athletic endeavors over the years. He's our guest here on Why I Coach Track, Football, Girls Basketball, Boys Basketball, Softball. The list goes on, tennis as well. Coach Cohorst, how'd you get into this line of work? Well, um, I grew up in Carroll, Iowa. I went to Kemper and uh I was a farm kid, loved sports. Uh, I actually initially did not think I was going to be a teacher. I went to Iowa State to be an accountant. And uh, back in 1985, I was a sophomore at Iowa State. And uh, my alma mater was in the state championship game in basketball, uh, the team that Nick Nurse and Brian David played on. And uh, they ended up winning the state championship in the large school class back then. And that just... Um, had a, a great effect on me. It, it sort of brought that community together. It was during the farm crisis, and uh, everything was good after that. It seemed like in, in Carroll that, um, I don't know, everybody was happy, and, and uh, I just liked the impact that it had on the community itself and then, I, you know, on the student-athletes. So I decided to, to leave uh, the business world and go into education and coaching. And your first gig was at your alma mater at Kemper Catholic. How did that work out? That you're able to, was that by design. You were uh, really intentional. Wanted to land back where you started. Not really. Uh, I I ended up uh, transferring to UNI, and when I uh, was out looking for jobs, I told myself I was going to get or take the first job that was offered to me. And I had uh, a couple interviews down in the Des Moines area, and then also one at Kemper and. Um, as it worked out, Kemper was the first one to offer, and so I took the job. And then two, two days later, Carlisle called and said they wanted me, but I already had signed a contract. So I went to Kemper for five years, and that was a, a fantastic experience. I worked with uh, a guy by the name of Mick Angel. He was uh, the girls' basketball coach there, and I, I learned a lot of things from him that I still use today as far as uh, how to run a practice and just overall like discipline and, and so forth. So. How, five years how different was the reality of what coaching is and, and what coaching, um, what it is compared to maybe what you expected it would be? Much more difficult. The, the time involved, I think, is huge. Um, you know, that, that was one of the things that I noticed even leaving Kemper. Uh, you know, I was part of the football and coach or football and basketball staffs there, but coming to Harlan, um, just watching, you know, Kurt Blatt, uh, Mitch Osborne, Steve Daggett, how they did things, the stuff that they did in the offseason um, to, to make their team's uh, state tournament caliber was uh, inspiring to me. And so, you know, if, you, if you're going to be a part of that, then you have to just jump in and, and do your part. So, uh, How'd you end up at Harlan? Um, actually, sort of weird situation. I ended up getting divorced and uh, started looking for a new chance. And so I applied down at Harlan, and uh, Kent Klinkenfuss was the uh, principal here at the time and uh, ended up taking the job down here. And probably been the best um, move of my life. Uh, been here for 26 years and just have so many unbelievable memories because of that. Obviously, it's going to be different from sport to sport as far as what you try to get across to the student athletes. But in general, what are kind of some some of your main principles that you try to uh, always stress? I think the number one thing is you want to make you know 
the, the sport that you're in fun. I mean, if, if kids aren't having fun, they're not going to stay out very long. I mean, I think we're in a society now where it's uh, instant gratification. You know, kids kids want to either want a lot of playing time or they want to have uh, success. So, you know, that's always a goal as far as like practice and stuff like that. I think developing a winning culture is huge. Um, I, I feel fortunate to be at Harlan because basically uh, the expectation is to, to, to win state championships. Um, you know, at a lot of schools, that's not the case, you know. But here it is, and, and I wouldn't want to be any other place than here because because of that. I mean, some people might consider that pressure, but um, I, I like that atmosphere. The longevity of the Harlan football staff and continuity is pretty much unmatched anywhere, and I, and I don't know that you'll ever see that type of thing again. Uh, and the success also is pretty well unparalleled. How would you describe uh, just the group and how you guys were able to all – stay together and do what your, what your job was? You know, I, I think everything starts with Kurt Blatt. I, I'm just so grateful to him. Um, he hired me back in 2005 um, as the offensive coordinator. I mean, when I came to Harlan, I went from a varsity staff up at Kemper to I was a, a junior high coach down here with Steve Vegas for numerous years. And uh, I was up in the booth on Friday nights. Uh, you know, talking to Russ Gallinger, and then when when Russ retired, then Kurt brought me on as the OC, and uh, I was the young guy back then. And then over the last few years, I sort of developed into the old man. We've got a bunch of uh, young, aggressive coaches, and uh, Todd Blatt succeeded his dad, and and it's been fantastic working with Todd. He's just more or less uh, carried on a lot of the things that Kurt did in his program, and. You know, I think he, he sort of um, put his own um, mark on things too. So it's it's been a great ride. A lot of coaches have told me that they, for lack of a better term, basically they mellow, mellow out over the years, uh, kind of learn how to handle things a little bit better maybe as far as their emotions. Uh, would you say that's been the case with you or maybe how are some things different from how you operate now compared to when you started? I, I would think that's, for the most part, it's true. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about one of my mentors here again. Mitch Osborne told me one time, um, there's always got to be somebody that's under control, calm. And so, especially like in football, I try to keep an even keel because things can get a little uh, hectic out on the field. And when you're talking to your quarterback or receivers and stuff, I try to maintain a, a cool demeanor. But I'll, I'll be real honest, once in a while uh, – emotions take over and you know you get um fired up so um i i think for the most part i've you know maybe calmed down a little bit over the years but uh i also think that's a good point i mean i think the kids when you show a little bit of emotion that means you're you're you care so so you've worked with the boys and the girls basketball programs how are those roles different um to be honest, they're really not that much different. Uh, when I first got here, I was on Mitch Osborne's staff for about 14 years. Um, I, I was one of his junior high coaches, and then once again uh, sat on his on the on the bench for varsity games. And you know, w- one of the great things about Mitch is he always gave his assistants roles. I mean, I had my job, and and Zach Clawson had his job. He was on the staff with me. And when Tony Viss left, uh, the opening came up. And Zach was young, and he wanted to be the head coach. And so 
he applied for it. And I said, if you get that head job, I said, I'll, I'll go with you over to the girls' side. And we were fortunate enough that there was uh, some talent coming up. Uh, Jess Shaven's class with uh, Taylor Frederick were, were youngsters then. And so we sort of walked into a pretty good deal. Yeah, no doubt about it. That was a, a marquee time here in, in recent Harlan history uh, on the girls' sports. But even when you have, uh, I guess, kind of a lot of the stars aligned, so to speak, it's not necessarily easy. What were some of the uh, maybe challenges or what are some of the memories you have from uh, the battles you had in some big games with that group? Um, you know, I, I think with that group, one of the, one of the best things was when they were in uh, like fourth and fifth grade, Chad Swanson uh, was their junior high coach, and he basically had, had put in Mitch Osborne's system, uh, the offense and defensive system. So when when Zach and I took over the girls' program, we more or less just uh, adopted Mitch's program. Going back to your earlier question, we we ran the same stuff the boys did, and you know you'd have to be a fool not to run Mitch's stuff. It worked, uh, won multiple state championships. And so um, the girls, you know, they they were not hesitant at all to, to try some new things. And, uh, you know, it it, it was, uh, I don't know, I keep saying it's a fantastic experience because they, they were very dedicated. They were hungry to win. Uh, there had never been uh, another, you know, Harlan girls team that had won state championships. You know, we talked about that. That was the expectation, and uh, they followed through and got two of them. You know, when it comes to basketball, there's only five people that can be on a court at one time. Football, you know, 11 players on the field. Is it uh, – how challenging is it maybe to have to deal with some student athletes that might be putting in their all and might not always see the uh, results of all that hard work? I, I think that's – you know, perfect description of, of, of the, I don't know, the, the time that we're in right now. I mentioned it earlier. Kids, uh, they want instant gratification. If they're not out there playing or starting or whatever else, a lot of them tend to, to drop out or, or quit. And uh, as, a, as a former athlete that wasn't, you know, a superstar or whatever else, I always try to keep that in mind as a coach that, you know, find, find some playing time for those guys that work hard in the offseason that, you know, give it give it their all in practice and stuff. And, uh, you know, for the most part, it's worked out pretty good here at Harlan. Uh, we try to play as many people as we can. Uh, we always put the best player out on the court or on the field, and, and the results speak for themselves. So you've been coaching two or three sports a year at least for almost basically three decades now. Do you ever wish you had a little more free time or want to ease back at all a little bit? <laughs> well, my, my wife right now, we have uh, three grandsons, and uh, she's mentioned that a few times. Um, but to be honest with you, I'm having so much fun. Um, we, like I said, every year the goal is to, to get to the state tournament, win a state championship. And uh, my wife um, thankfully understands that, you know, this is an important part of my life. Um, and I don't know, looking down the road, that's what retirement is for is, uh, you know, to, to take time off and stuff. But, while I'm able, healthy enough to do it, um, I just, just, you know, keep going forward. What's your favorite sport to coach? It's a tough one. Um, years ago, I would have said basketball, but um, I, I, I guess to be honest with you, I'd say it would be football. I, I like the challenge. 
of preparing for, uh, you know, whatever's in, in store for us, what, what teams are going to take, take away and, and then, uh, trying to come up with a game plan that's going to find some success to, uh, allow our kids to excel out on the field. So I really enjoy, um, the, uh, the strategy in football and then, you know, the part about calling the plays and stuff like that. I've, I'm thankful once again, I work for Todd Blatt right now and, and he gives me a lot of, uh, leeway to call what I want. Um, you know, if he, if he sees something that he, he wants done, of course I run that, but, uh, both Todd and I both have about the same similar philosophy as far as we want the, the defense to, uh, have to cover the whole field. And so, it's a, it's a great, uh, experience. I've had coaches tell me before, and I don't even know if I a hundred percent bought into what they were saying, but, um, basically that, uh, having success as a coach and guiding kids to achieve their goals is a lot better than any, uh, feeling that they could have had themselves as an athlete doing something successful. Would you agree with that? That the feeling of, um, having a team, your team accomplish something great is, is the best out there? I, I definitely agree with that. I mean, that's, that's one of the aspects of why I got into teaching is, uh, to see kids excel. Um, you know, something that's, I don't know, maybe overlooked is, uh, you know, after you're done coaching them, getting invited to those graduations or weddings or keeping in contact with them over the years when, when they stop in town for, for the holidays or for a class reunion, they call and they, they bring up things or if you go to a wedding and, and, uh, I mean, they, they relive special moments and, uh, you know, there's, there's no better feeling in the world. Uh, there's, you can't put a, a price tag on, on how that makes up, you know, a teacher or coach feel. A lot of times I'll ask veteran coaches, um, you know, who's the best athlete they've ever coached or best athlete they've ever had to game plan for. And gosh, your list might be a mile long, but I'll, I'll throw this one at you. Who are some of the most coachable kids you can remember having i'd say that at the top of the list is probably joel osborne um when when i was uh that's how basically how i got the job here uh, i coached him in eighth grade and, and for a junior high team we threw the ball around a lot we probably threw 25 times a game when he was an eighth grader and uh back then harlan was more or less known as a smash mouth double tight run the ball on first and second down and maybe throw it if we had to. And, uh, Joel was just fantastic. And, and, uh, there's no coincidence that he's a head coach now, but he was one of the top ones. Um, I'd say, uh, Nick Foss was, was great to work with on the girls side. I would say Ellie Claver, um, jumps out in my mind. Uh, Jess Shabin would be up at the top of the list. So, I mean, it's hard to, you know, differentiate between those all four of those people, but they'd definitely be at the top of my list. And uh, probably no coincidence, at least a couple of them have gotten into coaching and had some success. Exactly. Did you ever get an inkling to uh, see maybe if the grass was greener on the other side somewhere and want to run your own program, be a head coach somewhere at a different school, or were you always uh, pretty well entrenched in Harlan? I've had a couple schools reach out to me to be, uh, um, to do football over the years. And, uh, to be perfectly honest with you, I've had, um, some major health scares in my life. I, I had a heart attack and bypass surgery when I was 40 years old. And so that was, a, a you know, a 
a huge setback in my life. And then uh, six years after that, I was diagnosed with uh, testicular cancer and missed a, a bunch of time at school and so forth. And so that's, that's probably the main reason why um, I've never done it. But I think more importantly, I've, I've always been happier in Harlan. I, I, there's some kind of crazy thing. You know, the grass might not be always greener on the other side. Uh, maybe you just need to water where you're at. And uh, working for, for a man like Mitch Osborne, um, he always treated me very well. Uh, working for Kurt Blatt, same thing. I, you know, I I can't think of two other people that, you know, haven't, have impacted sports in Iowa like those two guys have. How have athletics and being a part of that you know, cyclone community helped you overcome some of those issues in your life? I, I looked back to when I had cancer and there's a lot of days when I just really didn't want to get out of bed. And, uh, what I would do is I, I'd go to football practice and I'd jump on the golf cart with, with coach Kurt Blatt. And a lot of times I just, uh, ride on the cart with him and, and just getting out of the house and, and being outside and being with, with, uh, those guys, um, was probably some of the best medicine that I ever took. And, uh, so, you know, I, I look back on those days and, and uh, you know, it, it just, uh, I don't know, it, it, it inspires me a little bit that, hey, you know, just keep going and uh, things, will be, things will get better. So, Okay, I can't help myself on this one. i got to circle back to something you said with Coach Osborne, and he had mentioned that somebody's always got to be the calm one. Did he ever volunteer for that role? <laughs> uh, believe it or not, I think Coach Osborne has has mellowed a little bit and came down in, in from his earlier years. Uh, one of my jobs when I first um, was on his staff was to uh, rein him in, to grab him by his, mm. the back of his uh, belt and have him sit down. And, full-time and over job? the years, it was a full-time <laughs> job. And, uh, um, it you know, it was one of those things where he, I wouldn't say he was a wild man, but he, he knew his feelings. He made sure the officials knew how he was feeling. And now that he's gotten a little bit older and wiser and so forth, that he has a, a different way of getting his point across, I would say. Coach, it's been great to talk to you. Good to get a chance to visit with you here. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you very much. That's Harlan coach Mark Cohorst.